My name is Adriana Vega. I am at the City University of New York, Hunter College, and I'm a junior currently. My name is Jasmine Wilson. I am a senior English major at Howard University. Hi, uh, my name is Toll. Uh, I'm a senior student at Albright College in Redding, Pennsylvania. I'm Jen Drago. I'm a senior at Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland, and my area of research, I guess, is organic synthesis of fluorescent dyes. Welcome to Omnia, the podcast on all things Penn Arts and Sciences. This fall, the University of Pennsylvania hosted its very first Penn Honors Diversity Symposium. Eight of the university's schools, including the School of Arts and Sciences, invited early and mid-stage undergraduates from underrepresented groups to campus for a three-day symposium to learn about the value of a PhD-level education. In this episode, we speak to some of the visiting students about their experiences as well as faculty organizers who collaborated to create this unique event. Eve Trout-Powell, Associate Dean for Graduate Studies in the School of Arts and Sciences, and Christopher H. Brown, Distinguished Professor of History and Africana Studies, was one of the symposium's co-organizers. She discusses the importance of supporting diversity in graduate education, both nationally and internationally. The diversity we're really focusing on here is on U.S. citizens and on African Americans, Latino, Native American, Pacific Islander, and low-income first generation. I think it was really important for the students that we brought to see that, you know, if you come to Penn, you work with people with very different experiences, very different educational experiences and cultural experiences, people who bring all kinds of different languages to it, but Penn is not doing poorly on bringing in international students. We are not doing as well as we would like to be doing in terms of really not only bringing and admitting underrepresented minorities, but also making it a place that's friendly, that they come and we are ready for them. Jasmine Wilson is an English major at Howard University. She presented her research on race reversal between black and white women characters in comics during the symposium's poster exhibit. She talks about her experience. I get excited at just the opportunity to share my work with others as well as learn from my peers and future colleagues. It's a very rich space as far as just having that vibrant, innovative energy around me. Um, in a way, just seeing what where, where the scholarship is going. In addition to uh, receiving so much information about how to matriculate through this process because it is one where there are a number of people that have gone about it in different ways, applying to graduate programs and PhD programs. So to have have a space where we can come meet with faculty, admissions officers, deans of different schools, and receive their perspectives on how to go about this process is so informative and very helpful as I move forward in, in my application process personally. Michael Nussbaum, Associate Dean for Biomedical Graduate Studies and Professor of Neuroscience in the Perlman School of Medicine, co-organized the symposium along with Dr. Trout Powell. He talks about the need for all students, including those from underrepresented communities, to have guidance and preparation when applying to doctoral programs. For uh, a lot of students, and really not just underrepresented students, but particularly underrepresented students, there is not a lot of information or experience or interaction with what does it mean to get a PhD? I mean, it's, it's pretty inaccessible. Uh, even students who actually matriculate are, and are here as first-year graduate students don't truly 
have it have their heads wrapped around it yet. And so I think it's really important for students to learn at a relatively early stage what the value is for them and how to think about it and how to prepare for it. Um, because if they wait until they're rising seniors and suddenly they have to figure out what they're going to do when they graduate from college, it's too late for applying to graduate school unless they accidentally did the right thing. Adriana Vega came to the U.S. 10 years ago from Ecuador. She is a mathematics major at Hunter College in New York and plans on pursuing her doctorate in the field. Well, the symposium um, provides us with panels, um, particularly with panels about the graduate students, about their experience here. And I like how they share that they find UPenn as the right fit and they give us advice on how to find our own fit, our own graduate programs. And also particularly interested was how there was a panel about industry, you know, different members that got their PhD, but they went right into industry instead of academia. So I think that was a change in your typical symposium. Arnaldo Diaz is an adjunct assistant professor of pharmacology and the assistant dean for research training in the Perlman School of Medicine. As one of the symposium's organizers, he describes how his personal experience gave him an understanding of the event's benefit for students. I'm from Puerto Rico, and I grew up in the south part of the island in where research wasn't something that I see every day. So I was fortunate enough to go to the University of Puerto Rico in San Juan and start doing research when I was in junior. And that opened my eyes and gave me the opportunity to come to the States and do research during the summer. So I understand the value of these programs. I understand the values of reaching out to those communities that do not have the resources. The talent is there, we just need to look for it. One of the highlights of the Penn Honors Diversity Symposium was a keynote speech by Larry Gladney, the Edward J. and Louise W. Kahn Professor for Faculty Excellence in the Department of Physics and Astronomy and Associate Dean for Natural Science in the School of Arts and Sciences. Gladney's speech focused on career challenges that he faced as a minority growing up in East St. Louis, a story which resonated with Lerone Savage, a geography student at Hunter College in New York. This has been a very um, insightful event. I think one of the most insightful part of it is actually seeing an astrophysicist say that, oh, astrophysicists usually don't give great speeches, but actually witnessing him give a speech that was so inspiring got program directors to actually cry because it was just so heartfelt and um, motivational. And a lot of what was said in that speech, I personally could have identified with the fact that he came from, you know, East St. Louis, a neighborhood where he seemed to be very disadvantaged. I myself came from one of the rougher parts of New York, and there were times when I thought I would never be able to do some of the stuff that I'm doing. So I was very motivated to know that he kept that grit and he kept that focus. And I think more than all, just showed up. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, a lot of it, you know, getting over that imposter syndrome is just showing up and just pressing through the ups and the downs towards your goals. Patricia Ray is the Associate Director of Admissions for the Graduate Division of Arts and Sciences and was a lead organizer for the school. 
She talks about the importance of education as essential to creating social equality. We're never going to be equal until we equalize our educational opportunities. Sonia Sotomayor said it, and it's so true. I mean, a lot of these kids have not had the same opportunities that their counterparts have had. And we want them to know that we are here for them and we want them to come to Penn and that they can make it, that there's support here and um, there's mentors here and we want them we want them here. It's important that they're here. Professor Nussbaum discusses the importance of having a diversity of perspectives when it comes to progress across disciplines. It's really important to have voices and perspectives from all walks of life. And whether the question is uh, something that's science-related or something that's literature-related or social policy, everybody comes to the same question from a different perspective. And, you know, if you only have one set of voices who are all thinking the same thing, progress is going to be poor. So uh, we need to expand uh, the process. And by expanding the process to make it richer and fuller, you want to have everybody included. Especially in science, we should have people in research and in academia uh, of backgrounds that reflect the way that the world is today. So if you don't have representation from some type of person, you should either be that person or make sure that that person becomes present in that area. Jen Drago is a chemistry student at Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. She presented her research on organic synthesis of fluorescent dyes that can aid in the diagnosis of treatable infectious diseases. She talks about the challenges of doing STEM and other research in her home country of Dominica. I would say it's had an impact in the way that I approach my research, in that, you know, resources for STEM, and especially as a female, are not exactly abundant <laughs> back home. And so every single step of the way from the time I left home to, the t- to right now has been a learning experience, a first-time experience in almost everything that, I, that I've been doing. But if you just stay open and not let... Uh, you know, your background or, you know, where you come from holds you back. And I think that's part of the purpose of this symposium is to show that uh, even though we come from diverse backgrounds, we're all trying to make the world a better place and trying to be the best versions of ourselves. That's all we can hope for. This has been a presentation of Penn Arts and Sciences. Special thanks to student participants Jen Drago, Lerone Savage, Adriana Vega, Jasmine Wilson, and To Ong, as well as Michael Nussbaum and Arnaldo Diaz from the Perlman School of Medicine, and Eve Trout Powell and Patricia Ray from the School of Arts and Sciences. To listen to previous episodes of the Omnia Podcast, visit our website or subscribe to the Omnia Podcast by Penn Arts and Sciences on iTunes. Thank you.